I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! All right, 1047, this is 640 Toronto, and there is a lot to, to the other side of a story that Mr. Tom Korski can tell because he's the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, and it was your story to dig up. Good morning, Tom. Hi, Alex. All right, so we're trying to get answers as to what report the you know David Johnston was reading from and what the um, evidence and uh, actually says, but there's so many moving parts on this story. So he will be at a procedural and House Affairs appearance on the 6th. However... He is refusing to answer questions um, of other MPs for his work on the Trudeau Foundation, and uh, he, he's digging in his heels on it. What did you guys learn? Commons Public Accounts Committee uh, members are upset because they asked him politely to appear. Uh, this concerns their investigation into the Trudeau Foundation, which on the face of it appeared to breach some Canadian uh, income tax Act uh, regulations set forth by Canada Revenue Agency in terms of requirements for that all charities accurately report all contributions. What was the issue? The foundation accepted $140,000 from a donor they ascribed to a, a, an address on Lakeshore Drive in Dorval that was not Canadian at all. It was from a, a office address in Beijing with a company affiliated with China Central Television and the Communist Youth League. So that's different. Mm -hmm. This was misreported. We, you recall famously the CEO and the board of the foundation resigned in April. Johnson is a member. Come on down, they said. We want to ask you all about the Trudeau Foundation. And Johnson said no. So yesterday, MPs served notice. The only reason it was uh, not voted on was because liberal members expressed unease with it, a drastic step said Peter Fonseca, Liberal MP from London, Parliamentary Secretary for Revenue. You bet. But they can do it, and it's a court order, and they're fed up, Alex. And this is opposition members. They want to ask Johnson about his role with the Trudeau Foundation. You have noted uh, famously, Alex, that this is one of the points of conflict of interest that this man did not see coming. Yeah, one. I've lost count of how many there are. But, I mean, the, the, the Trudeau Foundation wasn't even mentioned in the report, which is just baffling because it has been raised throughout this for questionable donations from Beijing. Um, so there, naturally there would be questions on it. But are you suggesting, like, will they actually summons him? Will they actually uh, send a, a police officer over? This is actually interesting. That would be that would be popcorn. That would be popcorn event worthy. I'm just. It, it's it's a great epitaph to a public service career, isn't it? To have the bailiff <laughs> show up at your condo. You know, the motion was that the uh, chair of the public accounts committee be directed to take steps to get that man to testify. By the way. The chair of the Public Accounts Committee is John Williamson, New Brunswick Southwest. He's a member of the Conservative Party. The opposition chairs the Public Accounts Committee. That's why yeah. they're doing this. And mm -hmm. so, 
Uh, Chair Williamson was very upset. He said, this is very frustrating. We are not getting witnesses down here to testify. And one of them is the right Honorable Johnson. And if you get a summons, by the way, MPs, uh, you know, people say, well, this, so what? This is all theater. Incorrect. The fact that committees rarely in, enforce their orders does not mean that they are not complied with. And it, it has happened. I believe it was 1913. A witness didn't appear in committee, spent 90 days at the Carlton County Jail. Hey, Dave Johnson, come on down. I think he's going to show up. I think he is too, but I, I don't think he's going to show up until he's gone to the Prime Minister and say, what the, hell, what the hell did you get me to agree to? It all went south, didn't it, Alex? It all went south. Seems to be. All right. So what's his, te- what's his uh, timeline? How much time does he get? Well, they have to vote on that motion, but the word is out now, and I'm sure he's, he's, he's getting the call from the Prime Minister's office that don't, don't be clever. If you have nothing to say, you can have nothing to say under oath, but you will show up at that committee. You Democrats are back this morning with yet another motion to have mm-hmm. a public inquiry and fire Johnson. And the, uh, as one block MP said famously, the walls start to close in. Someone's going to run this, Alex. This is what it's, it's very, you know, you're right, there are moving parts, but it's very simple and fundamental. Someone's in charge. It's either going to be Parliament or it's going to be the Prime Minister's office. And if it's not Parliament, then I guess we can all go back to the woods because it's over, right? Parliament's mm-hmm. all we have. Yeah, well, uh, nonetheless... I don't think he saw his career ending like this, but he did choose to do this assignment, so it is on him. Stay tuned on that one. Meanwhile, um, Cabinet's going to reintroduce this Internet censorship bill by year's end, and the uh, minister on this, Pablo Rodriguez, he wants this done and dusted so badly. It's hard to imagine why they want it done so desperately, Tom, other than they uh, need it to happen. <laughs> they need to censor everything the last eight years by the time an election's called. It's, they're, they're panting. Uh, Alex, I feel the way about this bill that I know you feel about the home <laughs> equity tax. You, you say, look, can you just bring it in so we can just see the legal text, and then we can wait to see the campfires in the hills outside Ottawa as <laughs> Internet users start coming down into town with pitchforks. Mm. We saw one variation of this bill was introduced uh, 20 minutes before the 2021 Parliament adjourned for the summer and then went into election, and the bill elapsed in the House. And that was Bill C-36. It was really something. They were going to appoint a digital safety commissioner. I love that word. It's mm-hmm. like like a, it's like a web hygiene chief. Not a chief <laughs> censor, digital safety commissioner. They were going to block websites. This is, has nothing to do with hate speech. That's already against the law, has been since 1970 under the criminal code. This is about speech that hurts people's feelings. And the feds... Which has were you guys take, top of the list, right? Oh, I'm top sure of the of list, it. honestly. Oh, yeah. and, and they were going to have secret, take secret complaints that would be adjudicated at secret meetings. It was really something, this <laughs> bill. The protests, over 9,000 submissions to the Department of Canadian Heritage, libertarians, lawyers, academics said, are you out of your mind? But they won't drop it. And Mm -hmm. Minister Rodriguez says he can't wait. Such a big issue for us. Asked in committee by the NDP, which supports it. Will you have it within a few weeks? Not a few weeks. This fall? Oh, definitely this fall, said the minister. Can't wait. Yeah. None, well, maybe they'll have time because they've shut. They've pretty much shut down any consultation on Bill C-11. So that that's, I mean, maybe they've saved a whole bunch of time by not letting anyone weigh in that they can move on to the next stage of censorship. Either way, it's 
stinks. It's like their fetish for this business about the home equity tax that everyone always denies, only it keeps coming back, right? They've always denied censorship, except they keep talking about censorship. They just don't, they use, they call it hygiene or safety. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, speaking of hygiene, I'm so glad we're recognizing, what was it, menstrual hygiene uh, time, but I'm not even going to get on that. Just quickly, uh, did they manage to figure out the uh, month-long filibusters? Is, uh, is Freeland finally coming uh, forward with her budget bill, or is that still ongoing? It's, it, it is as we speak. Really? It's been a month. What? Why won't as, she appear? It's her budget. Speak, they are voting in it, and the Commons Finance Committee. It's the slowest vote you ever saw. Recorded vote on every single clause. By the way, there's oh, yeah. 630 of them. They went till midnight last night. I think the message is out. Everyone's getting fed up with omnibus bills, Alex. Well, yeah, because they're the most devastating, and this is a government that promised never to bring one in, and lo and behold, they keep bringing them in. So uh, they don't want the fine print uh, to be read. I guess we just have to, we'll have to do it twice. We count there will be approximately a 1,000 votes have to be cast to get this bill out of the Commons Finance Committee. So they're making them sweat. When, when does Parliament shut down for the, the summer? Oh, they'll, they'll get it out, but they usually t- typically go to the uh, 23rd of June. But they're making them sweat because it's tied up a lot of the whole calendar, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a whole, mm-hmm. it's like a German railway schedule. Oh, so complex, <laughs> so nuanced. And the Commons Finance Committee opposition members shut it down with this filibuster, and it did. They tied up that bill for a month. Interesting times. Well, we'll see what happens. By the way, uh, are you hearing about prorogation? Is there rumbles up there on the hill? Not one word. That would be uh, really something if they tried that again. Well, they try doing everything else. Well, what possibly more could they do that would surprise perhaps, us? Perhaps I'm naive. You might be a little naive. I could right. be naive, yeah. There you go. All right, it'll happen right before uh, Mr. Johnson sits down to testify. But we'll wait for the next on that one. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Alex. Great work. That's Tom Korski from Black Locks Reporter. And, uh, yeah, we'll follow that story Follow the dollar always if you want to find out the goods. And if they don't want you following it, then you got to follow it harder. So we will.